So in your Bible, we're going to go to 1 Samuel chapter 14. Can everyone say 1 Samuel chapter 14? 1 Samuel chapter 14. Who knows where the book of 1 Samuel is? It's after the book of Judges and before the book of 2 Samuel. So if you need 2 Samuel or Judges, you're close to it. 1 Samuel chapter 14. 1 Samuel chapter 14. And if I can get, there we go. 1 Samuel chapter 14. And we're going to be looking at verses from about 1 to 15, but we're going to skip a few things. Is that all good? So if you've got 1 Samuel 14, say, I, I. So it says this, Jonathan's daring plan. Can everyone say daring? Daring. So if you're taking notes, this could be a possible title, Double Dog Dare. Tell the person next to you, Double Dog Dare. Who remembers Saturday Disney? Oh, yeah, that's right. Double dog dare, all right? So if you're taking notes, I encourage you to do that. Double dog dare. So Jonathan's daring plan. One day, everyone say one day. Jonathan said to his armor bearer, come on, let's go. Tell the person next to you, let's go. Jonty, let's go. Mariah, let's go. All right, one day, Jonathan said to his armor bearer, come on, let's go over to where the Philistines have their outpost. But Jonathan did not tell his father what he was doing. Now, quickly, who knows what an armor bearer is? Anyone know? Good. Yes, yeah, so an armor bearer was when you say Jonathan, he was like this king's son. And so he was like this cool soldier. But because he was a cool soldier, who's watched the new Jumanji movie? And there's a guy that wears a backpack. Basically, that's the armor bearer. So there's a cool guy that has all the, the smoldering intensity. And then there's a bloke with the backpack. That's the armor bearer. But in more common terms for us today, you got, say, um, it's like the wingman or the sidekick. So Batman and Robin. You got SpongeBob and Patrick. You got uh, Timon and Pumbaa. So there's Jonathan and the armor bearer, just like those examples. Does that make sense? So that's, we'll continue to reading. So meanwhile, Saul and his 600 men were camped on the outskirts. So basically, Jonathan saying, saying, let's go. His father and 600 men are just having a, a snooze, right? They've got their swags laid out having a snooze. We'll, then we're going to go to verse, uh, verse 4. To reach the Philistine outpost, Jonathan had to go between two rocky cliffs. And then, so there's a cliff on the north and there's a cliff on the south. Verse 6. Jonathan says, let's go. Everyone say, let's go. Let's go across to the outpost of those pagans. Jonathan said to his armor bearer, perhaps, everyone say perhaps, the Lord will help us for nothing can hinder the Lord. He can win a battle whether he has many warriors or only a few. Perhaps, that's another title option, perhaps. So perhaps the Lord, what does it say there? Uh, Perhaps the Lord will help us for nothing can hinder the Lord. He can win a battle whether he has many warriors or only a few. The armor bearer said, do what you think is best. Um, I am with you completely, whatever you decide. All right, then, Jonathan told him, we will cross over and let them see us. If they say to us, stay. Oh, that. Hello. What happened there, Pete? We'll keep going. All right, then, Jonathan told him, we will cross over and, and let them see us. If they say to us, stay where you are or we'll kill you, then we will stop and not go up. To them, but if they say, "Come on up and fight," then we'll go up, and that will be the Lord's sign that He will help us defeat them. When the Philistines saw them coming, they shouted, "Look, the Hebrews are crawling out of their holes!" Then a man from the outpost shouted to Jonathan, "Come on up here, and we'll 
teach you a lesson. So we're just going to read a little bit further. Um, 13, so they climbed up using both hands and feet and the Philistines fell before Jonathan and his armor bearer. And they, sorry, uh, fell before Jonathan and his armor bearer killed those who came behind them. They killed some 20 men in all and their bodies were all scattered about half an acre. Suddenly, panic broke out in the Philistines army, both in the camp and in the field, including even the outposts and the raiding parties. And just then an earthquake struck and everyone was terrified. So to me, that there is one of my favorite parts of the Bible of recent. And it and the thing that Jonathan, while everyone else was camping in a campsite, he goes with his 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 armor bearer, his Timon and Pumba. If he's Timon, he came with his Pumba. If he's SpongeBob, he came with his Patrick and go, you know what? We are going to perhaps believe God can do something in our life that is going to start a spark of a, that's going to create a, a momentum shift that no one else could do before, right? Just like when you put that first match in a bonfire, that was a match that started the thing alight. So then we're going to read Daniel eleven thirty two 32 in the New King James Version. It says this, to those who know their God, uh, those people who know their God shall be strong. Everyone say strong and carry out great exploits. In the Amplified Bible, it says it like this. The people who are spiritually mature, which we at One Heart Church are going to be, who are spiritually mature, know their God and will display strength and take action. And One Youth, we are going to be a place that has a perhaps attitude and we're going to take action. I believe One Youth, we're going to be a people, uh, are going to be a perhaps generation where we go, you know what, I'm going to step out and perhaps God's going to move on my behalf. Perhaps God's going to do a breakthrough on my behalf, right? And we're going to be a, a perhaps people. Pete, can we just look at that picture on the screen? This is a funny meme that I've seen a while ago. I'm pretty sure Abraham Lincoln did not write this in 1863, but hey, the meme's still funny nonetheless. If Internet Explorer is brave enough to ask you to be your default browser, you are brave enough to ask that girl out. Now, who here has a Windows machine and often if you're using Chrome or like that Fox one, whatever that one's called, um, and it'll be like you always have um, Internet Explorer saying, like, to be my default Explorer, you're like, no, I'm going to click the box, do not ask me again, and X, right? Who knows what I'm talking about? Like, stop asking me. But Internet Explorer has a tenacity that most Christians don't have. Internet Explorer goes, you know what? I like what I've got and I've got to give it to someone else. I think you, Internet Explorer says to your computer, says to us, I have what I think you need. But you know what? Most Christians don't live the Internet Explorer life. And so um, the meme is funny um, and yet we've got to go, go see the truth. And that's why it's funny because there's a truth about it because it keeps, it has a boldness. It has this passion and this healthy self-esteem that we as Christians often don't have, a boldness that we, sh we should take an example from. And so um, a Christian is not a person who lives in fear, but a person that goes, you know what, I'm, an inter I'm, I'm just like Internet Explorer. I have a passion and a belief that I have what you need. And so a quality youth pastor once said this, I'd rather ask and get a no than not ask and miss a yes. We're going to repeat that again. I, don't, I can't remember who this quality youth pastor was, <coughs> me, once said, I'd rather ask and get a no than not ask and miss a yes. And so basically that is with regards to prayer, my prayer life. So I'd rather ask and get a no or not now than not ask, not pray and miss a yes from God, right? And so the same thing is, 
when it comes to, say, serving God and his purposes and his plans for earth, I'd rather step out and it not be God's plan than, than be camping out in my swag doing jack all and miss what God has for my life. It's, can someone agree with that? You've got to go, you know what, God, I'd rather step out and be a little bit wrong than no, never step out and do nothing. I'd rather ask and pray and believe God for miracles than never pray and never see a miracle. All right? And so we are called to be a perhaps generation. Tell the person next to you, you are a perhaps person. You are a perhaps generation. And so Saul, while Saul was camping, Jonathan was perhapsing. It's such a weird, weird way of English, but it's the truth. We've got to be a perhaps people. And so we're not called to camp. We are called to go, and we're called to start a spark of something awesome. And so in Mark 16, 17 to 18, it says this, something like this. Signs will follow us who believe. We will lay hands on the sick, and they will recover and be healed. And so... Um, you, we've got to have the, the faith to go, you know what, God, perhaps you're going to see that person down the street. We're going to see that person healed. Perhaps we're going to see that person who's got a cold every year healed. Perhaps we're going to see that person with asthma healed. Perhaps we're going to see that person with a bad ankle healed. But you know what it says there? We will lay hands on the sick and they shall, will, those signs will follow us and they will recover. Well, perhaps you've got to start laying your hands on people and go, you know what? I'm not just going to go, can I pray for you, God, and just go, do Walk away. Oh, God, we, we just pray for that person. No, you know what? You're going to get your hand and put the hand on that suck and go, we pray that Sean be healed in Jesus' name. And we've got to have a boldness and a passion. Just like, Do you reckon Internet Explorer is shy? No. Internet Explorer just asks. And we go, you know what? Sean, we're going to pray and believe and lay our hands because signs and wonders will follow those when we do that. We've got to have that perhaps. We've got to have the ability to say, perhaps that person can get saved. You might have that person in school and believe, think, man, what the heck? This person is never going to know Jesus. They're bullying me about my faith. They're bullying me about what I believe. But you know, in the Bible, there's a situation where there's this bloke. He's de- de- and you know, I believe we can go, perhaps that person's demonically bound. We're going to release that demon out of their life. But there's this bloke that's so demonly possessed in the Bible. He's living in a graveyard, frothing at the mouth and stuff. And they'll chain him up and he'll just break the chains. It's like, what the heck is wrong with this crazy bloke? But you know what? If God, if Jesus can release that demon-possessed man, how much more can perhaps we can have an impact on that person that's bullying us at school or being a just uh, uh, gossip or whatever that negative thing is. You know what, God, that person can meet Jesus. Perhaps they can. Um, another one is, you know what, you might go, perhaps my school can get saved. Perhaps Navigator College can be one for Jesus. Perhaps St. Joseph's can be one for Jesus. Perhaps the Port Lincoln High School can be one for Jesus. Perhaps Lock Area School can be one for Jesus. And we go, you know what? There's a situations in the Bible. Nineveh, this guy called Jonah didn't even want to go there. He eventually gets eaten by a fish, chucked up on the beach, vomited on the beach, and he just starts preaching to this city. Just like, it'd be literally like a whale just coming to Port Lincoln, spitting out a bloke, and he just goes around going, you know what? This city's going to be, it's going to go to fiery pits of hell. It's going to burn up. And then, and then all, and then Port Lincoln going, you know what? We're going to believe in God and change our life around. And Jonah, one man reluctantly saw a city saved. It, the odds are stacked in our favor. There's more than one person here. If we go, you know what, God, we believe that you're going to call us in our school to make a difference to see our school saved. Perhaps it can happen. You're just going to take the step. Perhaps God will fight a victory for us and do a breakthrough that we see. Uh, who, who was at Wild Runs Conference? Man, I'll tell you what. I was at some pretty awesome services. Who remembers the one? I want the cross. Can everyone say that? I want the cross. 
But you know what? Do, was that just a, a, a service that we go to? Was that something that in our heart we go, we believe that? No, no. That wasn't just a thing, oh, I was three days in a camp. Oh, yes, I love you, Jesus. No, no. It was that thing in the core of your being. They go, I want the cross. I'm going to stand up for Jesus. And then the other one was the school's revolution thing. And man, I was like, boom, I wouldn't be back in school. No more bullying, no more gossip, schools for Jesus. Is that a truly a testimony of your life? Or is that just a cool slogan, a catchy slogan that you said at a, at a conference? But we're going to be a youth ministry, that we, uh, perhaps generation that go, you know what? We're not just going to say a slogan at a conference. We're going to live a slogan for our life where we're going to believe for no more gossip, no more bullying, schools for Jesus. And we're going to see schools radically change. Who believes that for this town? I believe that. And so Jeremiah 7.24 God speaking, my people would not listen to me. They kept doing whatever they wanted. Following the stubborn desires of their evil hearts, they went backwards instead of forwards. And you know what? I don't want any one of you to live your life in regret. I don't want any one of you to go to be a 20-year-old, be a 23-year-old, 25-year-old, 30-year-old, however old, and go, I miss my opportunity in school. I miss my opportunity in that sports team. I miss my opportunity in this or that endeavor at my workplace because you didn't have the boldness to be Internet Explorer. But I want you to be a person that goes, Holy Spirit, come and consume me. Fan me into flame in such a way that I can have a perhaps spirit. Give me the spirit of Jonathan. Give me my Timon, my Pumba, my armor bearer that can even walk with me to be that person. And you know what? I believe sometimes, like Claire and Liana, you can be the Jonathan and the armor bearer. But even more importantly, Holy Spirit is your armor bearer. Holy Spirit is your Jonathan that when you're by yourself, you go, Holy Spirit, right now, you've got to come with me on my behind. You've got to go in front of me and I'll be on the behind and believe you can work together to see the breakthrough that you need to to see. Um, And you know what? For a breakthrough, we don't need more leaders. We don't need a better band. We don't need better games. We don't need better music. We don't need more money. There's all these things we could think, oh, we, we don't need to be a better speaker. We don't need to be a, a better person. We just need the Holy Spirit, and we've got to have a boldness to take a step of faith. We need to have the boldness to go, you know what, God? I, I, I'm not going to uh, leave this any longer, but I'm going to step out and push in, and perhaps God is going to do the impossible in my circumstance. And so what we do need, we need obedience. What we do need is we need a bit of faith. What we do need is we need a bit of a tenacity. What we do need is boldness and we need a perhaps spirit. So right now, I pray, God, give these people a perhaps spirit. But I pray that you give us right now a spirit of Jonathan that said, you know what? We're not going to sleep, but we're going to step into what you have for us. Now, I'm going to read some Bible verses about prayer because that's where it comes down to. 2 Chronicles 7.14 says this. Then if my people who were called by name would humble themselves and pray, if, not when, if they pray, um, uh, will hum- no, sorry, it says, um, yeah, will, uh, will pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, I will hear from heaven and forgive their sins and restore their land. So you know what? Your school might not be perfect, but you know what? When you pray, you're summoning God that's going, you know what? I'm going to restore that place to how it's meant to be. James 5, 16. The earnest prayer of a righteous person has great power and produces wonderful results. The, I've preached on this before. Earnesty. That when you, when you want to do something and your parents say, do this first, you do that with earnesty. Are you praying with the same earnestness that you do when you want to your parents to give you the blessing for something. You've got to pray with that kind of intensity. You've got to pray with that perhapsness to go, God, we're going to believe for a breakthrough. Hebrews 11.6, God is, everyone say is, God is the rewarder of those who diligently seek him. Now, if you're getting A pluses like my sister Liana, she is diligently studying. Legit. I'll be like, Liana, what are you doing? Just studying. 
It's like, do you have a life? But you know what? Because she goes, you know what? If I want to pass school and I want to do it well, I'm going to diligently study. If you're wanting to, um, when you're playing Fortnite and you get the battle pass and you want to get all the skins, you're diligently on that game, ranking up levels to get as many skins as possible. And so I don't know every other example that you would have, but if you want to be good at something, you've got to be diligent at it. Well, God is a reward of those who diligently seek him. If, you're, if your only time of God is a, a two-second prayer, God, amen, thank you for the meal, of course, you're not going to see, I think, you're going to, have, going to have a perhaps spirit go, you know what, if I pray right now, perhaps God's going to do a breakthrough in my school tomorrow. That teacher's bullying me. That teacher's rubbing me out the wrong way. Perhaps I'm going to pray for 10 minutes tonight and just bless that teacher's pants off that there's no way that they can come to school grumpy tomorrow. I believe that we can see those testimonies. 1 Peter 4, 7. The end of the world is coming soon. Therefore, be earnest and disciplined in your prayers. And you know what? The end of the world is coming soon, and this is not the time for us to play church. This is not the time for us to come and go, oh, now do we worship God with passion? Yes. But this is not just a time where we come into church and go, whoa, glory, glory. This is a time where we go, God, equip us and help us step into all that you have for our lives, that we see people, one for Jesus. We see our schools change. We just see everything around us because we have a perhaps spirit. And so it's time to plunder hell and populate heaven. So in closing, when was the last time you went to bed crying? Um, these are just things that's not a challenge, but I want to ask these questions. When was the last time you went to crying because you were just in prayer and believing God for breakthrough and he was breaking your heart going, you know what, God, oh, I see the, the, the love that you have for that person and I want that change. When was the last time you went to bed crying because the presence of God was changing things in your life? Well, you might have been bitter. You might have had a bad attitude and God's just going, you know what, I'm taking that off your shoulders right now. I'm going to take that off of you and replace it with something where there was hate, I'm going to fill that with love. Where there was fear, I'm going to give you peace. Where there was timidity, I was going to give you a boldness, right? When was the last time you just went to bed in that kind of an environment? When was the last time you were reading your Bible and you're taking notes and you run out of pages? When was the last time you were just reading the Word and you're like, God, I can't take as much notes as what you're sharing to me? When was the last time uh, you got told off for praying? When, when was the last time you got told off for praying too loudly? When was the last time you, you were told off for even praising God? What, did you have your music so loud in your bedroom just going, Jesus, that you, someone was like, hey, can you turn that down a bit? Because if you weren't, you might have not, are you having perhaps moments? Are you actually living your life where you go, perhaps there's going to be a breakthrough in this? Um, when was the last time you brought someone new to church or to youth? When was the last time you've even invited someone to church or youth? Because you... You, a perhaps spirit says, I'm going to invite them. A perhaps spirit goes, you know what? This person is going to hell unless I, God uses me to step out. Let's go. So you know what? One youth, we've got to let's go. One, um, United We Stand is coming up. We're going to see the ad soon. We've got to have a let's go spirit. We're going to invite them to that sucker. And we're going to start praying and believing now that the people that come, they go, like Cameron last year, this is not a bully to Cameron. He was in that environment. And I was preaching. I'm like, if God is speaking to you right now, put your hand up and we're going to pray a prayer. And Cameron's heart was beating, but he was too nervous to go, you know what? That's me. And you know what? we're going to pray and believe that people in that moment, not that Cameron did anything wrong because he's here now, he's loving Jesus now. But you know what? We don't want people to miss that opportunity on that night where the devil goes, you know what? No, keep your hand down. No, we're going to believe with a passion that they're going to go, you know what, God, we need you. We're going to experience the love of God because you know what? The end of the world's coming soon. We're going to be earnest and disciplined in our prayers and believe that's going to be a moment that changes our life. Last one, when was the last time you had holes in your pants, not because of fashion, but because you worn them out from praying? When was, seriously, when was the last time you've had sore knees because you're just like, God, I need a breakthrough. I'm praying and believing for what you have for my life. Last one, when was the last time you spoke in tongues that you forgot English, right? And you know what? You might not even have the baptism of the Holy Spirit, but I encourage you 
to seek that gift. It's a gift for everybody. Because when I, I know when I build, there's, there's times where I'm just like, man, God, I'm grumpy. You, you might not believe it. You might think I'm the most happiest guy, but I'll be like, that's annoying me. That's, and I've got nothing positive to say in English. I go, would I start speaking in tongues? Because there's a power, there's a bubbling within me that goes, you know what? There's going to be, a, a, and it, it refuels me. And so speaking in tongues isn't everything. But I believe that if you get that as a priority in your life, Get into the Word of God. Get into prayer. Speak in tongues. And God is going to give you a perhaps spirit that you can say, let's go. Everyone say, let's go. Let's go. And so I want to encourage you with that. What we're going to do now quickly is Claire and Leanna will split up those tables. We'll do a, a 180 and we're going to, I believe that we're going to see a let's go spirit. So who, who, who's happy for me to pray right now? God, whether we're listening on the podcast, whether we're here right now, we pray that we have a let's go spirit. God, put the spirit of Jonathan on us. God, we pray, pray right now for our, our armor bearer, our, our, our Timon for the Pumba. We pray for our Robin to our Batman. We pray for our, our Patrick for our SpongeBob, that there's people in our life that help us. When we say, let's go, they say, we're right behind you. Let's start a school's revolution. We're right behind you. Let's invite our class to school. I'm right behind you. Let's start a prayer meeting. I'm right behind you. And God, we just believe and declare that we're going to be a perhaps generation where we're not going to live in regret, but we're going to live in faith. And we're going to we'd rather do something that, and you not help out than not do nothing and you miss out on giving us a blessing. And we just thank you, God, that you're with us and that you're going to help us step into the best destiny ever. And everyone said, Amen.